Welcome to The Time Is Now. I am your host, Michael Stafford. We got a lot to cover this week. We had a crazy weekend in the NFL. That's a tough break for Dak. MLB playoffs are heating up. Will the Dodgers lose a game? But first, we got the Lakers on top again. Is LeBron the GOAT? So sit back, relax, and I'll see you on the other side. What y'all got to say now? The Lakers, finally, the championship returns home as the Lakers beat the Heat 4-2, demolishing them. That final score was not indicative of what took place Sunday evening in the bubble. Lakers were one point up by 36 points. Let that sizzle in your spirit. These Lakers, against all odds, against all the doubters, came out and showed out. Look at who you came to see. Shout out to Tony Baker. These boys went out and just did historic things. Everyone doubted them. Everyone doubted since the beginning. They said the Clippers this, the Clippers that. They're just too deep. They're just too deep. Giving the Lakers no props, calling LeBron the wash king. You got people out here talking about how LeBron was just washed because he got injured for the first time, first major injury in his career, injuring his groin a couple of seasons ago, saying he's washed. Talking about AD's never done it before. He's soft. He's fragile. The Lakers aren't deep enough. They don't have any perimeter defense. Lakers don't have any shooting. And look at them now. They talking about how Jason Kidd was going to was Vogel was a lame duck coach because of Jason Kidd being there. He's going to end up being replaced halfway through the season. Oh, the Lakers just got put together one season. It usually takes two seasons to put it all together. I heard it all. I heard it all. I heard it all. Now look at everybody falls and bow down to the king. I'm on, I'm, I'm on my stuff today. I'm talking big-ish. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to talk my talk. I'm going to walk my walk. Because people's talking all that trash, all that jibber-jabber. Now look at the Lakers right now. Look at the Lakers now. You know what? I got some excerpts from the haters. Listen to this. Breaking news. LeBron is a Laker. Let's take him back. Uh-huh. LeBron James... Los Angeles is out of the championship business. He wants to be a six foot eight Kevin Hart. That's why he's here. LeBron James has a better chance probably of winning an Emmy than he does winning a championship in LA. A few moments later. The Pelicans have agreed to finally trade Anthony Davis to the Lakers. I think the Pelicans won the trade about as convincingly as I've ever seen a team win a superstar trade. Well, our Adrian Wojnarowski reporting that Kawhi Leonard is going to join the Clippers. Kawhi is the reigning and defending best player in the game until proven otherwise, and that includes LeBron James. Kawhi Leonard is so much easier to plug in to any lineup than Anthony Davis. Defensively, who are the Lakers using to stop guys on the perimeter? The, the Lakers, the back end of that roster, you've got... Uh, <laughs> and I'm not sure on anybody else there. What have we seen from Dwight Howard? that would lead you to believe that he's going to come in and make any difference at all. Is it not more likely that the Lakers miss the playoffs than win the championship? So the odds are better that they miss the playoffs than they win the championship. 
I would say so, yes. They don't have Avery Bradley. Good luck against Portland. The Los Angeles Lakers in five. You cannot get to a conference final. You can't hit threes and you can't defend them, and they don't do either. As this series comes to an end, the Lakers advance. Denver now's healthy, Jokic and all. Anthony Davis disappears from four. This is who he is. He got no dog. Oh, it's good! Anthony Davis! And I ain't going nowhere, so you can get to know me. He'll take a three. LeBron James will wow. hit a three. How about it? LeBron James. And the Lakers are headed back. 2020 got off to a terrible start. But this team has been a beacon of light, channeling that Mamba mentality. It took a while, but the Lakers are back. This is what it's all about. We're thinking about the Bryant family, uh, Vanessa and them daughters. They're with us. We're with you guys. Uh, we love you guys. And hopefully, you know, we're making them proud. Yeah, that's right. We got receipts. We got receipts this year. I knew they were going to win it from the beginning. They came out hot. They were the best team in the West all season. And right before the shutdown, they were showing their claims, showing their dominance as they beat up on the Clippers, as they beat up on the Bucks, even making getting Giannis hurt. And I'm like, okay, now with Giannis being hurt, he's going to be out for at least a month. Lakers about to really take that number one seed. LeBron might take that MVP. Now, look what happened. He only got 16 first place votes. What? 84% of the votes went to Giannis. He's proven who the real MVP was. AD, locking down on Jimmy Butler and everybody else coming to the lane, getting those shot blocks, four blocks. Proving to y'all why he was a defensive player of the year. I mean, I can go on and on, man. I, from series to series to series, people was talking that trash. I'm just like... Who's that? Come on in. Oh, Papa Ola BC, how are you doing? Mikey. Eh. The Lakers did it for Kobe. Eh. The Lakers. Awa. The Lakers did something special, boy. I'm telling you, Uncle Papa Ola BC, I've been trying to tell the people that these Lakers were something serious. The best tandem, the best duo since Kobe and Shaq. Kobe, eh. when he, when I got the news from you, I saw your post when Kobe passed and you wanted to know if this was true. I went and tried to search. I asked your auntie, what is this? This cannot, this, I hate this fake news, huh? In this time of Trump, we have all this fake news, huh? So I did not believe it. I would not believe it. But then the tragedy hit, and we all were hit with the news. And then we find out about Gigi. Eh? Now look at them. They did it for the Black Mamba. And I'm very happy to see these Lakers do what they did. Papa Olabisi, I've been telling them, round one, they were doubting them, saying that Dame Lillard and these guys were hot, and they're coming out with Melo's back, and all these different things. Lakers beat them. Late, they lost game one, came back and beat them 4-1. That's right. They beat those boys like they stole something from them. Hey, I cannot believe how they demolished them and they walk off injured after they were doing the little dances and stuff. Oh, that's what I'm telling you. All these different things, gloating and going off about the mouth. And then 
They go against Houston the next round. They have the two previous MVPs still in their prime. You said, I've always said this, but how then is not the way to do it. All the dribble, 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 dribble. Eh, what's in this? This is not the way to play basketball. I watched basketball for many years. Okay? Back in the days of Karima Dujaba with the sky hook. Okay? Magic Johnson playing the ball the right way. And what is this Westbrook? Westbrook? Cannot hit a shot. Cannot hit the side of a bush. Eh? Cannot do anything. So I knew it. I told you weeks ago. I say that LeBron too strong. No one can beat him. You were right. And I knew it. I, I thought they were going to beat Miami 5-1. They go ahead and handle the Rockets 5-1. Losing game one again. And then the next round. They go against Denver because the Clippers didn't have enough to close them out 3-1. And everyone's saying Murray is serious. How he did everything against Utah coming out 3-1 and beating the Clippers down 3-1. These guys are just strong and they're going to do this. Jokic is the best big man in the game and all this other stuff. I saw it. I like Joker very much. But, like I said, he's not strong enough. So, I knew LeBron was going to beat them too. They were not good enough. This is not their time. Too young. And they did not play that boy. Uh, uh, what is his name off the bench? The young boy from Missouri. Michael Porter Jr. Michael po Yes, Michael Porter Jr. Yes, Michael Porter Jr. He was hitting some clutch shots. And he was doing some big things. But they didn't play him, Uncle, because of the fact he gets attacked on defense. He doesn't play defense. He reminds me of a, of a better Kuzma, <laughs> if you will. But he doesn't play defense, which is why they had to take him out. Oh, that's right. They play that boy uh, Grant. I like him. I heard Le I, I saw I saw LeBron talking to him after that series was over, and they beat them five one. And I think he's going to try to convince him to come to the Lakers for less money. We will have to see what happens there. Right. So I don't know about that, but he did opt out to get a big payday somewhere. And the Lakers don't have the money to really sign big free agents. They're really going to be focused probably on signing AD to a Supermax. And they might, and they still have um, Boogie Cousins' uh, bird rights. So they can sign him for some decent money as, as well. So we'll see what happens there. Now, moving on to the finals, we already talked about that. Like I said, the Lakers are a force. The Lakers are the favorites to, re to repeat next year. We're going to talk later on about what's the possibilities for next year the different free agents what can possibly happen it's just it's just so many possibilities i want to celebrate and i saw the people downtown yes that's what i want to talk about my guy when the lakers won i was so happy i turn on the telly i change the channel and i see these people in los angeles acting acting like wild animals i don't like it i do not like it you must win with dignity do not tear up your city yeah. this is not what kobe would like you go around you do your you're your driving your car recklessly i see them attack a police car this is the things i do not like people talk about the lake offense and i will speak about one more thing around this one please let me speak on this one whatever uncle papa this is yours Yes, thank you very much. And I'm very proud of you. Once again, I have to say it. I'm very, very proud of you. But I want to say this one. Mm. Those people 
who threatened the family or the fiance or wife or whatever of Danny Green. I cannot, I cannot believe that people will take a game. Now I know growing up I love soccer or football is what we call it. And I know how people can get at a football game. They get very crazy. Now crazy they catch the beginner, yeah. But this one is too far. I do not like it. You people out there who want to 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 make it that serious because the man misses a shot, eh? Who shoots the ball 100% of the time? Eh? Who can shoot the ball like that? He missed one shot and you want to kill him? Eh? Please, people, stop this madness. All of you out there, not social distancing, not wearing a mask. This is ludicrous. And I will beg of you to all have some form of decency, some form of decorum. Make sure that you live up to the legacy of the Mamba, Mamba mentality. Yes, we fight hard to win, but we do it the right way. You understand? I couldn't have said it better, Uncle. Um, so I, I, I recall all those different things. And, and I understand he did shoot 20% from three in the finals. So I understand why people were so upset. Um, like I said before, he's the new KCP. KCP was thinking of the joint for a year and a half, and now look at him. I mean, KCP, Rondo, these guys really stepped up. I was faulting uh, Vogel for his decisions not to play the big men at all because Bam Adebayo is not someone who could stretch. He's not. It's not like playing Denver. It's not like you're playing against Jokic, or it's not like playing against Houston, who had five shooters on the floor, so you have to play small ball. So I didn't understand it, but at the end of the day, the results are the king has been crowned, the haters got to step back, and the question is, is LeBron the GOAT? This talk about GOAT, with the greatest, I guess, the greatest of all times, I don't like this story because to me, as I was watching for so many years, Karima Dujeba is the GOAT. He is the greatest I've seen. Michael Jordan is good. But he could be duplicated as we saw in Kobe Bryant. Michael Jordan played in an era where it was just different. And he was a great player. But Kareem Abdul-Jabbar dominate in high school, in college, never lost. Come to the NBA, being the only title to Milwaukee. Eh? Comes to Los Angeles. This man won finals MVP at the age of 38. He is the leading scorer of all times in the NBA. He is the only man with the only unstoppable shot of all times. This guy hook cannot be stopped. Eh? What is this talk of the greatest? And if you want to go to the most skilled of all times, it is Will Chamberlain. If you go to the record books, he holds all sorts of records. What does that mean? He just not, he did not have the mentality. If he was focused like LeBron James, if he was focused like Kobe Bryant, if he was focused like Michael Jordan, Wood Chamberlain would have changed all history of Bill Russell. Okay? Wood Chamberlain was a man who could not be stopped. He was stopped by himself. 
He holds the record of most women slept with, I believe. So this is the man who is not focused. So we, we could talk so many different things. Who's the most talented? I think Will Chamberlain. Eh? Who is the greatest of all times in, in basketball? I forget NBA, basketball history. It is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. So why are we talking about LeBron? Why are we talking about Jordan? Why do we disrespect Kobe? Because you think because LeBron has four championships, he passes Kobe? He not a pass Magic Johnson. So stop it. Magic has five rings. He's been to the championship nine times. So he's won at a higher percentage than LeBron. Kobe has been to the finals seven times. He's won five times higher percentage than LeBron. So what are we talking about? Eh? I don't want to hear it anymore. Okay, Papa Olabisi, you said quite a bit there. So I guess LeBron's not the GOAT, but LeBron is a great player. I will respect him and, and, and his stats will be great. He got a lot of great stats, just like Will Chamberlain, but we never talk about Will Chamberlain being a GOAT. So I, you know what? I see your point and I have to respect it. So at the end of the day, Lakers on top. A lot of movement happening. Next week, we will talk about free agency, which is my favorite. It's usually during the summer that we can talk about it where there's nothing really to talk about. But um, I guess we have to talk about it next week during the NFL season. But we will cover free agency and likely move. So thank you, Papa Ola BC, for coming by this week. I really appreciate you being here. Uh, and I know you wanted to talk about your Lakers, so appreciate it. Mikey, once again, I am so proud of you. So thank you for having me on your show. At a man my age, it gives me something to look forward to, and I cannot wait to listen to myself again this week. So goodbye. I'm going to go get some jello rice. Bye-bye. All right, Papola BC. So, all right, so we're going to take a short break. This is The Time Is Now. This show is brought to you by Pure Diamond Auto. With Pure Diamond Auto, they take the dirt out of the car business and make it pure. Pure Diamond Auto has a team of former finance and sales managers who can guide you through all the tricks of the trade. Go to www.purediamondautola.com today and use promo code TIME for a free consultation. That's promo code TIME. That's purediamondautola.com. What can I say? I love PDA. Okay, guys, this is my favorite part of the show. It's the birthdays for this week, so let's go. We got Jerry Rice turning 58, the Hall of Famer. Michelle Wee turning 31. We have Martina Nevertolova turning 64. Wow, time flies. Lindsey Vaughn turning 36. We have Paul Pierce, the truth, as they will call him, turning 43. And we have Eminem, Slim Shady turning 48. We have Mariah Mills, the IG thought, I mean, I mean model turning 29. And we have Caleb McLaughlin, young Caleb McLaughlin, known for Stranger, Stranger Things and playing Simba in The Lion King, turning 19. We have Ashanti turning 40. We have Tisha Martin, Tisha Martin from Martin turning 52. And finally, oh, not finally, we have a couple more. We have 
Paul Simon, call me out, turning 79. Wow. And then finally, we have Jimin from BTS, turning 25. So that's it this week, guys, for the birthdays. Now back to our show. Welcome back to the show. Like I said before, we had a crazy weekend in football. So let's go. Starting on Thursday night football, we had Tampa Tom get taken out by the Chicago Bears. And um, it only 20 to 19. And then we also had some great, great games this weekend. The Cleveland Browns showing that they're a real team, knocking off Indianapolis and the Colts. We had a huge blowout, big surprise, Miami destroying San Francisco, 43 to 17. We know they have a lot of missing players. We have Carolina over the Falcons who have yet to scratch, 23 to 16. Baltimore put on a thumping to the Bengals, 27 to three. But we gotta talk about Dallas. They came back to rally the win to beat the Giants, the sorry Giants, 37 to 34. But Dak Prescott, I'm gonna get on a short, soapbox about this when he broke his ankle i almost shed a tear because i know what this man has been through this year all the trials and the tribulations he's been through with his family member his big brother committing suicide him battling with organizations just to get a to get a long-term deal and they have yet to pay this man and now his his contract expires this year due to the tag the franchise tag and who knows what happens in this man's young future. And I'm just so, so sad to hear about that. But then we're moving on to Houston. 30 over 14 over the Jags. And Houston gets their first win of the season um, by firing their coach and GM and now giving Romeo Kamel a chance. I believe he's the oldest coach in the NFL, but he's always proved to win. But he never gets the chance to keep a starting job. And my Raiders demolishing the... Kansas City Chiefs, the Super Bowl champs, Las Vegas Raiders putting up 40 to 32, going some couple of deep balls to Riggs, to Ruggs, I'm sorry. Ruggs is out there cutting the rug, burning them out there, and he had Winfro, so many targets. Derek Carr finally showing that he could be the quarterback that everyone thought he could be. And in the Sunday night game, they had Minnesota getting edged out by the Seahawks. Now, Minnesota had a lead late and decided to go for it on fourth and short in the enemy's territory rather than going for the field goal. And of course, you allow someone like Sierra's husband, Russell Wilson, to get a chance to win, to close it out in under two minutes, and he did that. Came back down for the victory, throwing the ball over to DK Metcalf, and the rest is history. Arizona, that young man and Kyle Murray doing very big things with Houston's ex-wide receiver, and they killed the Jets 30 to 10. The Jets are looking horrible. And Pittsburgh Steelers, oh my God, went ahead and, and did a great, great victory, 30 to 29. You had this rookie by the name of Clayton. This guy, Clayton Poole, had three receiving touchdowns and one rushing touchdown. If you had him in your fantasy league, you went off. He's officially made himself the wide receiver one putting Juju Smith-Schuster as a wide receiver too. And you have the Rams, 30, 
to 10 over that Washington team. And in the Monday night football game, the Chargers were leading late, but New Orleans were able to tie it up and force it to overtime. And then the rest is history. New Orleans over the Chargers, 30 to 27. The Chargers were up by 17 points at one point late and gave it up. We were supposed to have another game, Buffalo versus Tennessee, the, the battle of the unbeaten. However, because due to COVID and Tennessee, who might get some penalties coming their way, they had to push the game back to later tonight. So let's look forward to that game and see who could be the last one standing. So moving with that, um, the Bills are still undefeated because of what's going on. The Chiefs have fallen to the Raiders, so they're now 4-1. The Steelers are still undefeated, so that's awesome. The Titans have yet to play that game tonight, so we'll see what happens with them. It's funny that now... The Cowboys, with only two wins and three losses, have now leading the division in the NFC East. Horrible, horrible. The Seahawks, for the first time in a very long time, I think it's the first time in their history, where they are 5-0. and oh, I think it's time that we start giving Russell Wilson his props and at least consider him for the MVP votes. The Packers had a bye this week, so they're still leading that division 4-0. And the Bucks, man, rough start. We'll see what happens moving forward so if moving with that we can go into looking into fantasy Derek Carr did a great job leading all scores and with the quarterbacks you had Derek Carr Patrick Mahomes and then the young boy Herbert the rookie out of the Chargers organization um right there with Patrick Mahomes with top three scores in the quarterback division with the running backs Miles Sanders out of Philly did a number Miles Sanders Ezekiel Elliott and Mike Davis now the interesting thing here is that you have Mike Davis and Miles Sanders who I know weren't early picks and look at that they went ahead killing it and doing great numbers all this year Josh Jacobs who I just traded I will talk about that another day um, he did pretty well this week Todd Gurley also doing very well this week as well with the wide receivers I talked about it earlier this guy, Trey Chase, I'm sorry, Claypool, Chase Claypool, just put up record numbers with um, being the top wide receiver. Mike Williams out of the Chargers and Brandon Cooks out of Houston doing some great big things. DK Metcalf is always in the in the runnings for that. Let's talk about the kickers. Why not? Why not? They play football. The kickers went ahead and had a great week. Actually, it was a weird weekend for kickers because now you have Miami's Jason Sanders, who was the top with Graham Gano out of the Giants and Will Lutz um, out of New Orleans and Greg Zerline right there behind him. So it was pretty interesting thing that happened this weekend with the kicking team and uh, those are your fantasy updates. Now, moving over to baseball. And baseball is down to the final four teams. And baseball, you had last night, you had the Dodgers versus the Braves opening up that NLCS. And how can the Dodgers be beat is the question. Can the Dodgers lose a game? Well, let's see. The ba the Braves, they powered up a last late gallop against the Dodgers to take a game one over the NLCS by a score of five to one. As a result, they are now three wins away from their first pennant since 1999. Let's run it through. Freddie Freeman got the Braves on the board early with the first inning solo home run off Los Angeles starter Walker Burler. Bueller, I'm sorry. The Dodgers, who have yet to be shut out this season, were held scoreless until Enrique Hernandez did a solar home run in the fifth off Atlanta star Max Fried, tied the score one to one. That score held until the top of the ninth when Austin Riley connected off Blake 
training for a go-ahead solo home run. Later in the inning, the Braves added an insurance run when Marcel Ozuna singled a home Ronald Acuna Jr., who had doubled earlier. Then came an Ozzie Albies two-run shot to give Atlanta a four-run lead in the bottom of the ninth. Braves closer Mark Melancon, I'm sorry, closed out the favorite Dodgers. For the Braves, the win came at a cost. In the second inning, Braves outfielder Adam Duvall was forced to leave the game after suffering an injury on a swing. The club later announced that he'd been diagnosed with a strained left oblique. Oblique injuries typically take, what, some time to heal, and the expectation is that Duvall will be replaced on the Braves' NLCS roster. Christian Pash is likely to take his spot in the starting outfield mix. Duvall, during the regular season, has reliable power source for Atlanta as he hits for like 16 home runs in 57 games. Now, the cool part about this is that they're starting to get some fans back as they move along through this. It was approved. MOB late September announced that plans to allow a limited number of fans, roughly about 11,000, to attend NLCS and World Series games. Those games are being held in the state of like Texas, which is at phase three and is reopening from the COVID-19 shutdown prior to Monday's game. No fans had attended an MLB game during the 2020 season. Estimated attendance for NLCS games, round one, um, the Braves and the Dodgers, it was around 10,700. So that's pretty good news in regards to that. And as follows, we're down to the final four. The Tampa Bay Rays have taken a 2-0 lead over those asterisks. I mean, I'm sorry, Astros. And like I said earlier, the Braves taking a 1-0 lead. So it's pretty interesting what's happening right now. It is, this playoffs are unlike any other in sports history. Like I said weeks ago, the expanded postseason originally featured 16 teams. MLB will hold the final three rounds of the 16-team 2020 postseason, the Division Series, League Championship Series, and World Series at neutral site locations, Arlington, Houston, San Diego, and Los Angeles. So it's pretty interesting. I'm actually pretty excited. There's a lot going on with baseball as of right now, and I'm looking forward to what happens later. Stay tuned, and we can see what happens going forward. Let's take another short break. And I'll see you on the other side. We do not own the rights to this music. Seven from a mess of heaven to hell. Eight million stories to tell. Nine planets faithfully keep an orbit with the probable ten. The universe expands length. The body of my tax possess extra strength. Power lift the powerless up out of this towering inferno. My ink so hot it burned through the journal. I'm blacker than midnight on Broadway and Myrtle. Hip hop past all your tall social hurdles like the nationwide projects. Prison industry complex. Working class poor better keep your 
alarm set Streets too loud to ever hear freedom ring Say it back in with your sleep It's dangerous to dream But your chain cats get their back. You dead now Killing fields need blood to graze the cash cow It's a number game but shit don't add up somehow Like I got 16 to 32 bars to rock it But only 15% of profits Ever seen my pockets like 69 billion In the last 20 years spent on national defense But folks still live in fear like Nearly half of America's largest cities is one quarter black That's why they gave Ricky Ross all the crap 16 ounces to a pound, 20 more to a key A five minute sentence hearing and you're no longer free 40% of Americans own a cell phone So they can hear everything that you say when you ain't home I guess Michael Jackson was right, you were not alone Rock your hard half black as you in the pterodome Full of hard niggas, large niggas, dice tumblers Young teens in prison, greens facing life numbers Crack mothers, crack babies, and AIDS patients Young bloods can't spell but they can rock you a PlayStation This new map is with my motherfuckers ass You wanna know how to rhyme, you better learn how to add It's mathematics <laughs> Mighty most definitely It's simple mathematics Check it out I revolve around science What are we talking about here? Mighty most definitely It's simple mathematics Check it out I revolve around science What are we talking about here? Two sides to every story, three strikes and you bitten for life Mandatory, four MCs murdered in the last four years I ain't trying to be the fifth when the millennium is here Yo, it's six million ways to die From the seven deadly thrills Eight-year-olds getting found with nine mils It's 10 p.m. where your C's at What's the deal? They on the hill pumping krills To keep their bellies filled Lighting the ass with heavy steel Sights on the pretty shit in life Young soldiers trying to earn their next strike When the average minimum wage is 5.15 You best believe you gotta find a new grind to get cream The white Unemployment rate is nearly more than triple for black So frontliners got their gun in your back Bubble and crack, jewel theft and robbery To combat poverty and end up in the global jail economy Stiffer stipulations attached to each sentence Budget cutbacks but increased police presence And even if you get out of prison still living Join the other five million under state supervision This is business, no faces, just lines and statistics From your phone, your zip code, the SSI digits The system break man, channel women in the figures Two columns for who is and who ain't Niggas, numbers is hard and real and they never have feelings But you push too hard, even numbers got limits Why the one straw break the camel's back, here's the secret The million other straws underneath it, it's all mathematics Mighty most <laughs> It's simple mathematics Check it out I revolve around science What are we talking about here? Mighty most definitely It's simple mathematics Check it out That was Mathematics by Most Deaf. Most Deaf, man, we miss you, brother. Um, so much great music in your time, man. So much knowledge, so much jewels being dropped. I got so much on my mind. I had so many things I wanted to talk about this week. And it's this hate. It's just, I know this is a new nation in the United States. We have to go through our different trials, but you would think because we are a new nation that we will learn from the mistakes of others and be that great nation we set out to be. But the problem is our constitution was not written for everyone to be equal. It was written for white men. 
not even white women, and definitely not minorities. It was, we have news of what happened in Michigan not too long ago. Take, take a listen to this. So tell me, can any of you still be okay with what's going on? The FBI told us today a bunch of terrorists were plotting to kill the Democratic governor of Michigan. 13 guys so far, and they, stay, they say there may be more still out there. Governor Whitmer is with us tonight. And the scariest part of her story may be the reaction to her calls for help from the president and the White House. These are homegrown terrorists, according to the FBI. Angry white guys spun up to action in Michigan. And we know why. And it isn't because they couldn't go to the gym. Here is the question. Is this president really trying to spread not one, but two viruses, COVID and this cancer of hate? His virulent voice, the violence that too many of you dismiss as Twitter talk. It isn't. You're living it now in a federal indictment. He has targeted Whitmer over and over again for trying to keep her state safe during a pandemic. That is a governor Gretchen Whitmer of Michigan. Listen. You'd be doing even better if you had a governor that knew what the hell she was doing. Open up your state, Madam Governor. Open up your state. Just like crazy Nancy Pelosi, your governor is a liberal hypocrite who lives by a different set of rules. It's not just talk. Do you remember this? Liberate the states. Remember when we said, who, who says that? What president calls for rebellion against one of the United States of America? Liberate Michigan, Virginia, Minnesota, anyone with a governor who opposes him. Remember that insurrection rallying cry. When he told Whitmer, the white guys with the guns who just don't like masks, they're good people. Loves that phrase for bad people, good people. His followers were listening closely. Protesters stormed Michigan's capital in April over Whitmer's stay-home order, many of them armed. Look familiar? Look like the guys in the indictment? Islam hates us. Not as much as these guys when you judge the domestic terror threat, what we face here, according to his national security experts. On May 1st, Trump praised them as good people and called on Whitmer to give in to them a little. Give them a little, he said. The demonstrators with assault rifles. Yes, Michigan has the law. You can open carry there. I'm sure this is the way they intended it. The FBI, run by Trump's guy, says it also foiled plans by two vigilante groups to violently overthrow Michigan and other state governments. How is this okay? You got six suspects in the federal indictment. There's seven other charged by the state of Michigan plotting to target law enforcement. Cops attack the Capitol. These people are anti-police, anti-law and order, kidnapping cops. It's not nice when blacks or whites try to do something like that. But where is the outrage? How is this okay?
How is it okay to you that Trump has said nothing when a governor of a state is a product of a federal investigation by terrorists? Mr. Law and Order? What he ignores, he empowers on purpose. And what he said to and about them empowers hate. It's not just ugly talk on Twitter to people like me. They wanted to hurt her and her family. Murderous, terroristic hate. Oh, you can't blame Trump. Why the hell not? You wouldn't blame me if I was telling people to do something like that? And then somebody did it? Who actually was at the place that I was talking to that day? They met at that group, at that demonstration. If I did that, you'd be like, whoa, coincidence. The only prosecution he called for today had nothing to do with domestic terrorism. He said, you need to prosecute Obama and Biden. How are you okay with it? If this were a Republican governor and 13 black guys arrested, you think he'd be silent? Captain COVID? He'd be on state TV right now. In fact, he is on state TV right now. He'd be saying it's a coup. It's a coup. Hannity would be nodding so fast his head would pop off. But silence. Do you really want this sickness, this virus of hate he is fomenting? This isn't Twitter, man. It's not a stupid YouTube video. They were planning for a long time to get her. They were going to meet and train. They were trying to coordinate with other groups. Not all Trump supporters are hateful people. But why does it seem that all the hateful people are Trump supporters? Is tonight the night you say enough? He is contagious two times over. This hate he ignores and empowers just like he is apparently ignoring and now empowering COVID, cleared by his doctor. The fastest case in history, great. Where's the proof? Show me a negative test. Just Monday, his doctor was sweating the situation. Now he's good to go. Where's the test showing he doesn't have it? They won't even tell you his temperature. Come on. You know it's BS. Medical privacy, they say. You lost that privilege when you talked about his positive test. And they're going to give him clearance for what? To hold more rallies where people don't have to wear masks and are so close together. Why? Well, we trust them to make the right. Ooh, what's that? That's what Pence was saying. Well, then why wear seatbelts? Why have a rule? Why have a speed limit? Why not give everybody 10 shots and put them in their cars? Trust them. Play a little Russian roulette. Trust them. They'll do the right thing. When you're encouraging them to do the wrong thing, leaders don't intentionally create risks. They keep people safe. That's their intention. So now he should have the rallies, right? So more people can get sick. Just like all those people in the Rose Garden. This president keeps knocking bricks out of the foundation of our democracy for his own advantage. The only justice is justice that he likes. The only good trust is trust of him. Not even the people who work for him. That comes and goes. Elections are rigged if he doesn't win. 
The only transfer of power that can come is if he likes the outcome. Violence is to be feared, unless it's against his opponents. Our democracy should not be treated like a Jenga puzzle, unless the goal is to see what it takes to make it all fall. If you think this sounds dramatic, tell that to the governor of Michigan, her husband, her kids, domestic terrorists that were given comfort by Trump, that were told to liberate the state by Trump, plotting to take her out. Remember, they were at the damn rally where he said they're good people, that rally. Good people, good people, bad people on the heels of the president telling them to liberate the state. How much more damning can a situation get? And yet he is silent. What you tell me a good reason for him not to come out and say, these people disgust me. I want nothing to do with anybody like them. And anyone who is like them will never be a supporter of mine. I will never accept their support. Damned if he does, damned if he doesn't. Please. That was Jim. So you see, we had 13 white men trying to kidnap and possibly harm this white governor, this woman. And we don't have more coverage of it? Your president, this president, incited this. He goes to that state and tells them to overthrow. What, what what world are we living in? That has to be treason. That has to be. We had a, our 16th president was doing everything in his power to keep the states together. This man's doing everything to dismantle it. I have so many friends who support, I have family members who support this man, but for what interest? Because of political party? Red and blue, like Crips and Bloods. Why can't you see past your political party and see it for what it is? If it walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, it is a damn duck. It ain't a goddamn old mongoose. This is ridiculous. This is the terrorism we should be afraid of, the American terrorists. It's the American terrorists. These guys who want to come around here and, and, and try to say they're doing protests with their guns and the AR-15s and whatnot, it's being all incited because it's not like it's 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 went away. It's just been hidden, waiting for that time for their leader to emerge, and he is here. Crooked as they can be, devilish in every way. But yet, many of you fail to see it. Many of you good people fail to see it because of whatever financial gain you think you can get by having him in power. What's more important? It's sickening to me. The bombings in Tulsa, the school shootings, the peaceful protest shooting. Well, they said they want to make him a hero. For what? People are protesting for civil rights. Civil rights. Rights that every man, child, or creature be given at the day they were born living in this free nation. 
People fail to see the discrepancies, the differences. Even the vice president would not acknowledge that there is systemic racism in this country. That's either being blind to not see it or just flat out don't want to see. And the thing is, he represents a great majority of the people who look just like him in this nation. And it's sad to say, unless you walk a mile in a black, brown person's shoes, you will never know. And you won't care. Like I talk about before on A Time to Kill, that whole jury had to imagine the girl was white just for them to say acquitted because they would have done the same damn thing. This is the problem. People want to say, I don't see color. Yes, you do. Because you cannot empathize until the person looks just like you. And that's the problem. Until the day that we can see the humanity in a person, until the day when we stop teaching racism and racial differences, until the day we stop hating what we don't understand, until the day that we can start to want to learn from another person, to want to go to dinner with that person, to not assume the worst, to not automatically think that because they look different from me that they're automatically evil. Until that day, we don't have someone calling Mexicans racist, not racist, but rapist and bad people and drug dealers. Until the day where we don't look at someone who is Muslim, may have a hajaj over their head and automatically assume that they are a terrorist. Until the day we can look at each one another as brothers and sisters, and as Martin Luther King say, judged by the content of the character. Until that day, this nation can never truly be great. Until next time, peace. Mm-hmm. Well, that's it this week, guys. Thank you all for listening. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. I want to thank our special guest, Papa Olabisi. Thank you for blessing us this week. Now it's time for our final word. When the righteous prosper, the city rejoices. When the wicked perish, there are shouts of joy. Through the blessing of the upright, a city is exalted, but by the mouth of the wicked, it is destroyed. Whoever derides their neighbor has no sense, but the one who has understanding holds their tongue. A gossip betrays a confidence, but a trustworthy person keeps a secret. For lack of guidance, a nation falls, but victory is won through many advisors. Proverbs 11, 10 through 14. Remember everyone to spread love, share love, embrace love, for God is love. Until next time, peace.